Hello and welcome to the PD Performance Podcast. A mini pod for you guys today, a short one, hopefully. I know I don't often go on for a short one, but this week I actually was debating whether I would do a podcast or not because I didn't have a guest and I wanted to round out season two, which we're coming out to the end of, uh, with a solo episode. So I wanted to have number 89 with a guest and number 90 by myself, but I don't know, maybe I'll release this as number 90, maybe I'll release it as number 89, but I have kept up to date and had a podcast release every week since the podcast came back in February. So I just thought it would be a shame to let that go to waste and to stop recording podcasts and stop releasing content for you guys so close to the finish. But if I did leave it, then it wouldn't be the end of the world as well. So Yesterday, I sat down to record this and I was sitting here racking my brain. What the hell am I going to talk about? And I couldn't think of anything. So I just said, you know what? I'll just leave it. And then last night or this morning, I just kind of got the idea. I was like, you've been doing a podcast now for two seasons for coming up on two years, longer than two years, actually. Why don't you just talk about the podcast and podcasting in general and why you've done it? why you've started a podcast, what you've gained from it, what has happened that you've been surprised about. And what would you recommend to other people to start a podcast? Because I know there's jokes and social media these days, you always see like, oh, every guy has a podcast these days. And some of that is true. Like you should have an idea of what the podcast is going to be, who do you, who your audience is going to be, and you should be able to provide value to the audience before you start it. But similarly, like my podcast has moved in a way that I didn't know it was going to go this way. When I originally sat down to record a podcast, I sat down during COVID lockdown when the Six Nations was on to do a Six Nations review of the matches at the weekend because my gym was closed at the time. I had no real content to push in terms of training and whatnot other than the training I was doing myself, which I wasn't really comfortable pushing because I I didn't have loads of equipment and I didn't want to be seen to be training in a gym where other people, well, saying that, actually, I did have loads of equipment. I had the gym at my disposal, but I didn't want to be kind of seen to be training in the gym when other people couldn't access a gym. I thought that wouldn't be fair to other people because they'd be like looking at me and saying like, what a dick, essentially. Um, He's so lucky he gets to train there. And I'm sitting at home here by myself with one kettlebell trying to figure out what I'm going to do tomorrow. So I just thought like, what am I passionate about? And I'm passionate about rugby. I was passionate about rugby coaching. I was coaching at the time. And I thought, I think I can provide some value or provide some insight to the general rugby fan here who always jumps on board during the Six Nations. So similarly, or at the same time, I joined Sam Portland's mentorship group and we were talking about going outside of our comfort zones. So like me recording myself was so far outside my comfort zone But I was in a stream of doing things that were outside my comfort zone. Going out on my own and starting a gym and working for myself was definitely outside my comfort zone. So I decided, look, I just continue with it. 
And I had the idea for the podcast back when I was working in Black Rock College, back when I just finished university, or maybe it was when I was on my internship. It could have been when I was actually still in university. And I got into listening to podcasts in the gym at that time. And I thought, geez, this is a great idea. And I've got some good connections in the Irish sports industry, training industry. Maybe this is something that I could do myself. And as well as that, I thought like, maybe I'm too big for my boots. Maybe I don't need to start a podcast. Maybe there's no point. And then I listened to a conversation on a podcast called Bloke in a Bar, which is a podcast, great podcast in Australia. And they were talking about podcasting during COVID and how people were kind of looking down on others for starting podcasts. And they'd kind of said like, how old is podcasting? And podcasting probably is less than two decades old it probably came alive with the growth of apple and the growth of the iphone and the growth of the internet and the earliest podcasts i can remember is probably the ricky gervais one and bill burr's one and then obviously the joe rogan experience as well but the point that was being made on this podcast in particular on bloke in a bar was when tv took over in the 1950s and they started making TV programs. They were also probably saying to people, there's no point in writing a pilot for a TV program because every TV program has already been made. And now we're into the we're into 2022, going into 2023. And there's sure there's reruns of old ideas, but there's still a number of different TV shows that crop up every year and do really, really well out of it. So why would you limit yourself and say, in the golden age of podcasts, or we're still in the early age of podcasts, actually, why would you say to somebody not to start a podcast when the risk versus reward, like the reward down the line is far greater than the risk intended? If you start a podcast and no one listens, who cares? Because no one listens. It's the same thing with social media. If you post something and nobody sees it, the benefit is to you, nobody has seen it. So there's no shame in that. So I thought like, Look, I'm sitting on my arse here. I'm going to the gym every day. And then other than that, I'm trying to learn as much as I can. I've loads of time on my hands because I'm not taking clients as frequently as I, I, I could if we weren't in a lockdown. Like, okay, let's see how this goes. Let's start one, see if people are listening and then keep it up. And I started and I think on my first episode, I got over 200 listens. And then I decided like maybe after a couple of weeks, it'd be time to get some guests on. So I got... My mate Elliot on actually, who's out in Australia now. Shout out Elliot. He's probably not listening, but and we had a conversation around the Six Nations games because I think he's a great rugby brain and he's a very eloquent and coherent individual. I think he puts across his ideas quite well. And we had a conversation about the games at the weekend. The trouble with that conversation, and you pr- might be able to uh, find it in the archives, is myself and Elliot essentially agreed with each other for about 45 minutes to an hour because we play rugby together and we've similar similar philosophies on the game but then I had Connor McGinn on who is now an actually long-term client he had a training app named Trainmate that he was working on and we had conversation around the fitness industry and whatnot and then I made the transition into going onto Anchor and publishing to Spotify and it just kept growing and I kept getting 
bigger and bigger guests and I tried to treat it kind of like a video game and that you you knock off one boss or off the list and then you go and you fight the other boss it's kind of like Mario um trying to get to the ultimate at the end which I don't know if there is an end to it but like through the process of podcasting sure initially it was like let's put out some content and try and grow the business grow brand get more information out there try and peep help people in terms of providing value to them in both rugby and in fitness and providing and showing what I know and hopefully helping people along the way, which is ultimately why you do it. But through it, you also do some great networking because you get to talk to people that you generally wouldn't get to talk to, especially in the age we're in now where like I was using zoom for effectively for the last two years um, before I moved into doing in-person ones and like I'm connecting with just people in the industry that are so well thought of well spoken and are just leaders industry leaders like I'm talking to Kirwan and Flats I'm talking to Fergus Connolly's Daniel Davies David Gray like I was chatting to David Gray yesterday I chat to David fairly frequently now and he's doing huge things and that's a valuable connection that you have and you develop a connection over the course of the podcast episode as well if you do it right and if you have a good conversation and you really relate to other people and you realize that they're actually just normal blokes like they're normal dudes they sure they think about things like in great detail and their great knowledge and understanding of their subject area but at the end of the day they're just a normal human being and that is one aspect of it that I didn't see coming and I didn't think that that was going to what was going to be what was going to come out of it even though that's only one element of it but that is something and that's a benefit that I've seen and now like with the podcast going really well like my growth is at an all-time high. You convert some people from podcast listens into clients. Like they come and they want to work with you because they know what you're about. They know that you'd be a good fit. And it's the easiest way in terms of long-form content and getting your personality across to people so that they can kind of get a taster for what you're like and figure out, well, maybe he would be able to help me in this regard or maybe I would get on well with this guy and he would be able to help me to improve my performance or maybe he's just putting out good content and I like it so I'm just going to keep listening because I'm gaining loads from it and then you're getting more exposure and engagement on all the podcast episodes on all of your social media channels so it's win-win for everyone but as well as that there's a number of other things that are gained like in terms of self-discovery and refining your own coaching process and talking to all these industry leaders you pick up bits and pieces from all of them and your own coaching process is challenged and you become a better coach as a result your communication like goes on and improves no end and that's a huge part of coaching and you realize how important language is and how important it is to be coherent and to be understandable and to present things in a digestible manner you figure out your niche you figure out what you're good at you gain so so much in regards to personal development because you're talking to these guys that are just far and above ahead of you obviously in terms of experience but you're getting to gain experience through conversations with them 
And therefore, you're gaining more in less time than you would if you had to just wing it yourself and read the literature and cycle through all the different research, which you have to do as well to an extent. But at the same time, you're directed in the right direction by these people that you have on the podcast. As well as that, like you have some great crack on the podcasts, like with like Shane O'Leary's podcast just jumped into my mind there, like as one that was just hilarious, like fantastic conversation. Same with Conan O'Donnell. That was an early enough one. I had great crack with David Gray. I had great crack with Kerwin and Flat. Myself and Jack Edwards had a fantastic conversation. Daniel Davey was a really profound chat. And like your presentation skills just come on so much as well in terms of your delivery and how specific you are with your use of language and that's something that Daniel does really really well and I think I've kind of taken from him and really thought about same with Patrick McCarthy he thinks about and is very careful about how he uses words and how he motivates and helps his clients and his athletes and that's something that I pride myself on doing now and ultimately, you keep knocking people off the list. You keep growing the podcast. It's going to be beneficial for you, obviously, because you're growing your brand, you're growing the business. But hopefully, by getting in front of more eyes and allowing yourself the opportunity to give your message to more people, it's going to benefit them long term, too. And as well as that, like I never thought when I started the podcast that it was going to culminate in me being so vulnerable on a podcast in talking about mental health like it was something I was not comfortable about talking with somebody in a one-on-one scenario at all I'm barely comfortable talking about it with my family like at times and then I'm putting out this podcast for friends family peers people that don't even know me to hear obviously there's a greater why behind why you put it out there But that would have never happened if I didn't start the podcast. And I would have been never as comfortable in my own skin as I am now, if that makes sense. I'm comfortable having gone through the trials and tribulations of mental health disorders in the past or succumbing to those symptoms in the past than I am now. So, like, I didn't expect that to happen. And it wouldn't have happened if I didn't give myself the opportunity and bite the bullet and go out and start a podcast and then continue with it because I've heard a stat like something crazy like what is it only five percent of podcasts make it past 20 episodes or 10 episodes or something like that so I'm already in the minute in the minutia or in the minority and it's going well and it's continuing to grow like season one in comparison to season two like there's no comparison obviously output came on board at the start of season two which was huge a massive help and kind of showed that look this guy knows what he's talking about he's having good conversations we back him and i appreciate that and i'm grateful to them for doing so and then other opportunities have been thrown my way as a result of it like i'm now tutoring or lecturing in portobello institute in biomechanics and i wouldn't have been comfortable talking about biomechanics prior to the podcast but then my conversation with david gray my conversation with colin griffin these have kind of pushed me down that avenue and i've become more comfortable as well as my conversation with sam portland who who like thanks sam like you got the ball rolling you were the one that told me like look your presentation skills might be amazing your ability to 
convey your ideas might be fantastic now, but because you're doing this in a year or so, it's going to be far, far better. And you're going to be in a lot better place. So when you get the opportunity in a few years, you'll be ready for it. And he's completely right. Like my friends have said to me and other people have said to me, the improvement in how I present the podcast and my ability to podcast and communicate my ideas has improved no end. Obviously there's less, uh, and I probably do still say like more than I should, but I definitely can see that my listening and my ability to connect with people during a conversation and my active listening and picking up on small things that they say during the conversation has improved as well, which is fantastic because that is coaching. Like it's all the conversations you have at the training field or in the gym, every little thing, you have to be so receptive to the individual in front of you. And not only is that coaching, but that's life. Like we go through life together. And if you can't pick up on other people or you're not emotionally intelligent or you can't attempt to put yourself in somebody else's shoes or you can't attempt to understand where they're coming from, you're going to be at a loss. So an ability to do so is going to be beneficial to you and to them because it'll help your relationship to grow. It'll help you to direct a relationship in the area that you wanted to go or the direction you'd like it to go in. And it helps you to achieve change. And that's what life is about, achieving positive change. We're all growing. We're all improving. And this is a vehicle for growth for me, for sure. So in recent months, I've seen a huge increase again in terms of listener rates and in terms of the exposure of the podcast. And I'm still getting huge guests on. We reach number number one in the Apple charts a number of times. My conversation with Stephen Casey, which was not expected to go that well, but I suppose like the Cork Mafia got behind it and probably because Stephen doesn't post that much, people were really interested because they know he's so intelligent. And as well as that, it was such a diverse conversation that people... Obviously, their attention spans aren't what they used to be at the moment. So because we jumped from topic to topic, it was probably easy to listen. And because we jumped from topic to topic, we probably covered a variety of different niches. So people were probably sending it saying, listen to this from 10 minutes to 20 minutes. And then other people were sending it saying, listen to this from 40 minutes to 50 minutes. And that's one way of doing things. But the other way is, like I've had incredibly niche episodes go very, very well as well. Like GAA off-season SNC, which was a solo podcast, is my third most listened of all time at the moment, I think, which is crazy. And I didn't think that people were just going to tune in to want to listen to me. And that's something that I got better at as well, was just facilitating the conversation and letting the guests show their stuff and convey their message because that's who people are generally coming to listen to essentially especially initially when you start the podcast but then after a while obviously with the more solo episodes I do I saw the listener rates going up and I was like wow people are actually interested in what I have to say I obviously am good at what I do and I obviously know what I'm talking about to an extent so I'm providing value so that's a bit of confirmation for you that 
look, you're not full of shit. Well, I might be full of shit in some regards, but in regards to what I convey on the podcast, I'm not totally full of shit, at least, because people are listening, people are gaining from it. People are messaging me saying like, wow, this was really, really helpful. I, I enjoyed this, particularly that mental health episode. And that was just me giving my story. And what you get back out of doing that is far better than what you would if you just never took the chance. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, what I would suggest, and I have had people get in touch with me and ask me what would be my advice around it. I would say initially you need to have a catalog of guests ready to get in touch with and ready to push and ready to have conversations with, and you need to let them talk. You need to, well, you don't need to, but I would advise getting some decent quality recording equipment. Like I have the Blue Yeti microphone here. And I would also suggest knowing what the podcast is going to be about and who the audience is going to be. And then having some sort of a brand built or some sort of a way of getting it out in front of people. And I think it is long form content. So it's different to what is available on social media. But if you can get small snippets to post on social media to get more eyes on the podcast and divert attention to the podcast so people listen to it, I would definitely suggest doing that as well. And there are probably loads of other things that I would suggest, but this is just me, as usual, going off the top of my head and going on a monologue, which hopefully people listen to and hopefully people get value from. But if they don't, they don't. And that's the whole point I'm trying to make here. Give it a chance. Have a go. See what happens. Don't solely believe that there's only one direction in which it will go. And don't have an idea of where it's going, a very rigid idea, because I did. And I was getting frustrated when it wasn't going in that air, in that direction. But that might not necessarily be the best direction for you. So podcast number 89, 90 of season two. I thank you all for listening. I didn't think that we would come this far, but we have. And I'm looking forward to an even bigger and better season three. And I hope you guys are too. Remember to like it, share it and send it.